shining a beacon on the bazaar. Tell you what, our kid, it's blowing like a bastard out there. Oh, it is, mate. God, zooks, it's not stopping one after other. I know, but do you know the good thing about terrible weather? What's that? We don't have to go outside today. Oh, I know. It's all going to do it. I'm going to get ourselves tucked up in the, uh, in the library. Mm. That's going to be quite nice. We've got a fire going nicely. I'm going to read uh, I'm going to read the local paper, the Kraken Cove Clarion. Oh, yes, that's all right. Yeah, that's it. You see, yeah. it's a very special paper, you see, yeah. because it's oh, the only thing that ever appears in it is unusual stories. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, it's they... like a bit of casting, but you're reading from a paper cast. Yeah, it's a bit like that, really. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's same old shit, really. <laughs> <laughs> it always is, our kid. It always is. <laughs> but Benny's got a little surprise. Oh, have you? I have. I've been saving it down here. And it's going to get awful rustly, listeners. Oh, here we go. Awfully rustly. So, Benny's bag of delights. All wrinkly. So, first is listener loot. Listener loot. Listener. I've already got mine from the lovely Leanne at Leanne's Beauty Blog. Uh, and I've already been using my gift. And I got um, bath salts, and they were coconut bath salts. Oh, wow. My balls smell just like <laughs> coconut. Here, have a little nip of them, mate. No, get, no, get, get get me, Come on, have a little go. Oh, <laughs> but Leanne got you this, because you, oh. don't, you don't like baths. Oh, you wow. like you Leanne like. Got us, oh, Leanne, this is it. <laughs> Look at why it's heavy. Oh, what's this? So, you put that at the bottom of your shower when you're having a shower, and all this lovely kind of fragrance, and I don't really know what it is, oh, it's kind of wow. fizzy, it's like a bath bomb for your shower, and all the scents and herbaliness kind of comes oh, up. Oh, wow, it smells amazing. And it like re- re-energises you, and gets oh, your balls smelling of all sorts of different right, fruits. Here we go. It, says, it says here, these are called mini shower steamer selection box, right? So the directions says, place one steamer on the shower floor, Turn on the water tap, step onto the shower, and inhale the aromatherapy oils that will benefit your body and mind and balls. <laughs> oh, oh Leanne, you're an absolute sugar oh, this is, I'm so pleased with that. Because <laughs> I, I have to say, I, I have just done a fucking hard shift. <laughs> <laughs> you have been grafting, actually. You have been and grafting. So I've been grafting. So what I'm going to do, after after we've done the, I've done the curve, is yeah. I'm going to try one of these out. That is amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, and this is Leanne's beauty blog, isn't it? Exactly. She's on Instagram. But really, go on to Facebook, not Facebook, Facebook as well, and YouTube. Really, on YouTube, you get the the full delights of Leanne. Oh, well, what I'll do is we'll, we'll post a link in the show's, uh, show notes. Yeah. Uh, so have a little link on that, and we'll probably get, try and get a link on uh, our Instagram and Twitter and stuff That's like that. It. You know I mean? Well done, teammate. Shipmate. Well yeah. done, shipmate. <laughs> well done, shipmate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Leanne. Leanne. And the second, more listener loot. What? I know it was weird. I was down at Docks the other day, and just minding my own business, walking back to Robot's boat, and now who, who popped up behind? In the crates, Mr. T. What? Mr. T just popped up again, you know what I mean? He's like, what? hey, fool! <laughs> <laughs> you what are you talking about, sucker? <laughs> you want to take no pickled eggs, fool? Here, <laughs> give me a full jar of pickled eggs. No way. Exactly. So, what we've got, crispies. Oh! Look <laughs> <laughs> like at the size of that! Tin of, tin of beer. <laughs> oh, look at this! <laughs> and. Pickled eggs. Pickled eggs. Oh, get crunchy in your bag of crisps, right, buddy. Right, let's have a little look here. Let's have a little look. Right, I'm going to try it. 
Oh, can oh, will this make you shit your britches? Yeah, it will. Oh, it, why? It's an egg. But it, it, it's, it's distilled barley malt vinegar. And that'll get you? Yeah. Oh, I'm my God. I'm going to do an egg. Hey. <laughs> 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 it's going to get crunchy, listeners. So I've got salt and vinegar walkers. So I've got mine. Right, here we go. Yeah, I'm all crunched up, Archie. Mine are all right, crunched up, lovely. Be- Never done this before. All right, I'm going to open the tin. No, you're not. Dad strength. <laughs> Choose your weapon. Oh well, right, just poppers, right. poppers we're, beers. We're gonna poppers beers. Look at this. Oh, a little slip first. Oh god, it's a little kid like a stirrer. <laughs> I'll have a little sip. I'm going in. I'm going in, our kid. Right, go for it. Ooh, that's a sl- so, yeah. for those who don't know what's happening, is we talked before on, on the podcast about. Um, <laughs> oh, fucking hell! Oh, whoa! They're really. They're really. Um, oh, they're, they're vicious, aren't they? Wowzers, right? Oh, stinging my fingers. We. we, we <laughs> Go on, I want right. We talked before about what is a bit of a down south thing is crunching up a bag of crisps. Uh, and dipping a uh, pickled egg into this is rank. <laughs> I love it, mate. Wait, oh. I'm going in. Right, it's going in. Is it getting much on it? No, no don't do it, mate. Mmm. <laughs> Come on, oh. <laughs> All right, eh? Mmm. 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 Oh, uh, that vinegar is wet. <laughs> God, they're sharp, aren't they? Well, they're not half. Wowzers. I tell you what, they're nice. I've been on a day session, halfway through day session. What would you think about the site? Um, yeah, there would be, actually. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I tell you what, that, it's, it's a taste sensation. <laughs> Especially because I thought cheese and onion, but no, then I thought salt and vinegar, the vinegar with the egg. Yeah. And it's right, it goes really well. Mr. Well, T, that, you champion. Thank, thank you so you much. Thank you so much, Mr. T. That's absolutely cool. Is that you you just we... took my um, pickled egg virginity there, Mr. T. So but <laughs> the thing we've had there, though, is, is I've had the lovely sense from Leanne's beauty blog from a lovely lady. Yeah. And then a bloke's <laughs> given us pickled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> It's, uh, the, it's the yin and yang, isn't it? Yeah, he is, <laughs> is our kid. But that's pretty, yeah, I think that's, that's really put a pep in my step, is that? I've got to say, well, aftertaste is absolutely delightful. I'm loving know, aftertaste. Can you wait till that fart comes out? Oh, though? aye. Because I'm, I'm like that with um, what's in them, you're like pickled whelks and things like that. Oh, what? You get all farty after it? It's the vinegar, it's the pickled ah, vinegar. Oh, whelk farts. Jesus. Like sulfurous peeps. That's <laughs> <laughs> biological. But that's the thing, if we get hooked on the old pickle, like, can you imagine what the lighthouse is going to be like? Oh, get a load of whelks in you. It's, it's electrified now because it had to be like candles before the whole lot would go up like, <laughs> like a rocket <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a few different smells in here today. Yeah, we some have. lovely scents and some lovely pickly eggs. Yeah. And some great listeners. Thanks, yeah, listeners. Yeah, that's it. Thank you very much. It's much appreciated getting a bit of feedback. The good thing is about this one as well, we've got a little bit of feedback I've got to bring to the table. Yeah. yeah. We've got a bit of that. But this is, um, what we need to is introduce what we are. Yeah, who we are. Yeah, because this is Crack and Curve, the podcast that shines a beacon onto the bazaar. And I'm Matt. And I'm Benny. And today we're going to take it easy because the weather's been absolutely awful. And I think 
what we encourage you to do is look after yourselves as well because February is not a great month. It's a bit crap. It's the fag end of year. It's yeah, just sort of yeah. like you're thinking, oh, no, not fag end of the year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fag, fag end start to the year. Isn't yeah. it? It's just like, oh, fucking hell. And we're for those, toiling through it. And again. for any American listeners, we're using fag end of the term as in cigarette. End. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before you start yeah, all before that. the algorithm gets us. <laughs> but yeah, so I always think February, you've got to take extra care of yourself February. Think, yeah. Oh, it's almost spring, it's spring. No, stinging tail. Yeah, true. Batten down the hatches, get yourself yeah. cosy. Get into something as well, get into your movies, your games, occupy yourself with books. Or your podcasts. Exactly, catch up on the old curve. That's Ooh. what you need to do. We have a little bit. So, but what we need to do is, is sort of supply fresh content. That's what we need. Yes. So, I think we're going to go easy on ourselves this time as well. It's going to go a nice, steady bit of casting. Right. Classic casting. Yes. And um, I can say, I think we're going to start off with a little bit from the uh, from the listeners. That'd be lovely. Yeah, that'd be well, pretty cool. Feedback. So, let's get our feet up there. Let's finish off a little bit of that egg and crisps. Yeah, yeah. Let Have me a slurp of beer in. Let me just finish that beer. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it again. It'll be disgusting. <laughs> and I'll get casting. <laughs> So I think what we're going to do is we'll start off with just a little bit of a bit of a listener feedback here, sort of thing. You know, I say feedback; it's just contacting us regarding sort of stories. Things Ooh, that we've got a story. Like that, yeah, and this is um, we've got one here from Chris, right? Who's right. contacted us here? Cheers, Chris. And it, what he's written is 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 um, I mean. Bit embarrassed this bit actually, but it says first I need to say how much I enjoy your podcast. It's a weekly highlight. Oh, oh that's nice. nice, isn't it? Yeah. And he says your latest one on gnomes has resonated with me because of an experience I had only a week previously. <laughs> and I'll try to explain it without sounding like I'm losing my marbles. On Monday the seventh of February, at about ten thirty. I was sat in my front room playing a game on my PS5 and the TV I was using is sat on a, a large chest in the corner of the room and there's a multi-socket adapter that's just visible behind it. Yeah. So, you know, like, you can imagine that just peeking out yeah, the plug yeah. sockets and all that little red glow going out the extension. Yeah, that yeah, kind of monarchy. Well, it's my attention kept getting drawn to the adapter because the power light flickered repeatedly as if something passed quickly in front oh, of it. Oh, Jesus. And the final time it flickered, I swear that I saw a small figure leaning round the corner of the chest, <laughs> obscuring the light. Oh, Jesus. A small figure. Yeah. Now, we oh, generally God. don't have the main light on in the room, so I could only really see the silhouette of a one-foot-high, slender figure. And from the proportions, I'd say it was a male. And it ducked back behind the chest, and I haven't seen it again. I live in a 1930s terrace house in sunny Bridlington where my girlfriend and I have experienced a string of unusual occurrences and your podcast about house-dwelling entities checks a lot of the boxes for me. We've thought for a long time that there's something here. It's not malevolent. Mom mischievous and neither of us feel uncomfortable about it and it's just weird. Now, I, I got in touch back to him and sort of said, oh my God, that's bizarre. That's like <laughs> that's like, you know that is so gross. Look, you know when you just yeah. at ease on the sofa and like, oh, what's that? What's that? Yeah, and then you're exactly. like, a little figure there. Well, well he's, he's, I said to him, oh my God, what's this? What have you seen? If you see anything more, let me know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, and Chris did send him a message saying, this character, he's still about. Small things move around the house pretty regularly, but it's not terrifying. 
The strange thing is that both me and my partner have an active interest in the paranormal, but we just accept the unusual occurrences in our own home as not extraordinary. We've both commented on how weird it is that we just get on with our life, and it's like our reaction has been suppressed in some way. It's true, you, you do crack on with it, don't you? I think I mentioned it once, on, listening back to No One, I think I did mention it one time before on the Cove, or in, it was really pissing it down outside. Right? Yeah. I, had, I had real fire, on, loads of logs on it, and I got to boiling point, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm sweating, I'm like, oh fuck, there's no air. I was scared I'm going to kill myself with that fucking fire. Though. Yeah, carbon monoxide. Yeah, all air yeah. out completely, all big eggy yeah. farts and that bit. <laughs> So <laughs> I went to the window and it's kind of got a latch on either side, like safety latches. Yeah. Open them up and in the middle it's like your classic, you know, you like oh, pull you the bar up, up yeah. and then push it forward. When I pushed it forward, it just slipped down my finger, caught hold of my wedding ring, pulled it off and flipped it into the garden. No. And it was the most, it was like Lord of Rings, man, you know what I mean? It was like fucking someone took it straight off my finger and it's the only thing I'm bothered about possession wise. I don't give a shit about, oh, you can buy it all again, can't you? But my wedding ring and it's already my third wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> Long story. <laughs> Can't buy that again. Then it's even third one. <laughs> one got crushed by a tree. It saved me finger did one of them because I, I was sawing this tree. Bad storms actually years ago, and it fell on my finger. It saved yeah. my finger, but bent all the ring. Other one, I was pissed up uh, snorkeling. <laughs> <laughs> a six in the morning because <laughs> you just can't replace the wedding exactly, ring. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But the third one. Anyway, I was like, Jesus, you know, straight out into the garden. They got a six month contract. Send me a new one every six months. But looking around into the garden, we're gone. Could not fuck. It were gone. It were gone. In again, again, <laughs> in a terrace garden. It's like two meter by two meter with a bushy middle. It couldn't have gone anywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? And I mean, I wouldn't let. I were out there a good hour. I couldn't find fucking nothing. Thought you know, like you said that bit of like the bastards, the little bastards. You know what I mean? They've yeah. just took it off my finger and then they fucking idiot in garden. Yeah. And I got right emotional about it. And I'm thinking, you little shits. You know, I just blamed it straight on yeah. little people. Uh, and There's got, nothing worse than losing yeah, know, your third wedding ring. Oh, <laughs> 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 I'm proper shit. I know. Yeah. But I thought, you know what? I'm having another beer. I was just about going to bed. I'm not going to get all emotional about it. You know what I mean? And in the morning, I went up. I just thought, no, nice and calm. I opened the front door, walked outside. It was just there. You know what I mean? Just oh it wasn't hanging on bush, but it was just next to the bush where I'd looked a hundred fucking times. Just sat there, perfect. And, you know, put it back on my finger. Thought, fucking hell, that saved me another forty-five quid. <laughs> You think I'm lying? Send me a trip to it, Samuel. It was titanium run for forty-five quid. Oh, Got a draw. <laughs> but how he's how Chris is saying it though, he kind of it happened to me, and it's a funny story now. But you just get on with it, you know yeah, what I mean? You do yeah. start living with it. Well, well, my my thinking is I'll repeat what I said last week, which is. I think that it, I think something like this has been with us for, yeah. for, for it's, it's just like it's like us having arms and legs sort of yeah, thing. And these yeah. things have been with us, our companions, yeah, yeah. for since time immemorial sort of thing. You know, yeah. and whether they're they're not, it's not like you'll find like a gnome skeleton or an elf skeleton or anything like that. Where they come from is something completely different. And yeah. my argument as well is it's almost like the jinn, you know, the, yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, which is the origin of the term of the genie. And we'll we'll cover jinn in a much more depth yeah, in yeah. depth sort of manner soon. Um, but the thing with the gin is the the reason why the, the 
there's no sort of remains of them found anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Is because we are almost classed as things of the earth as humans. Right, yeah. yeah. They are creatures of fire. Oh, right. So that's what their main element and source of energy and power and property is, is they're yeah, a thing yeah. of fire. Now, I think with the gnome, that's already meant to be a thing of earth. Yeah. And if we're kind of an earthy creature, sort of yeah, elemental. We're more bonded to that than well, we are so. a gene, you know. Really. Yeah, I think so. And it's, but then again, these other elves of, of different land, you know, different elements or different creatures, different yeah, elements yeah. of the sky and of the sea, you know what I mean? Which are, it's that understanding of it. It's only like from parallel universes to even like. You know, in ancient Greek days, when it's like, like the gods are with me today, I've had a great day, or the gods are against me. Yeah. You know, it's like an invisible entity that's either helping your life or giving you good luck or bad luck. It's like a smaller element of that just in your house. <laughs> well, I think I think it, it is. You know, you know, I think yeah, perhaps it is. It's sort of like some sort of little interventions. But then if you flick it towards like sort of like modern, if you just t- turn around and say very religious people and say you know, well, this one think of this, I think of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And they turn around and say, oh, they're terrible. You, you shouldn't be thinking or believing any of that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because there's only one God. Oh, but everyone prays to saints, everyone prays pray like yeah, angels. Yeah, yeah. They always believe in angels alongside it. These, I mean, what was the angel? Gabriel then, what was he? Yeah, you know he was I mean? going into people's bedrooms and all sorts of stuff. Knocking up Mary. Well, I think he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a, just a bloke called Gary in Big White Road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting all about. It's the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the message has to be delivered inside. So I'm scuttling away. I'm God. I'm God. Uh, I'm yeah. God. Call me by my name. God. <laughs> I can hear you. <laughs> Get off her, you little shit. <laughs> Gary. (laughs) (laughs) See you, bye. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing. You say, I mean, I don't know. I don't know these things. You know, it's like, I mean, I, I. I can't categorically say there's no sort of God in heaven kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Or We're angels. He's <laughs> <laughs> hoping there's not. <laughs> Take him, Gary. <laughs> no! <laughs> I've got a message from God and I have to deliver it inside. Oh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you need to, we don't we don't know whether these things are real or not. Uh, and I think everyone says, "Oh, there's no such thing as like house elves and brownies and gnomes yeah. or anything like that." Nobody knows. You don't know. Uh, just I think last week proved it. Two thousand from Roman days to now, this I won't say obsession, but this kinship, this kind of thing that we take yeah. with us. You used to think, God. And we do just kind of get on with it like Chris has done. He just got back to his PS5 and carried on playing. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> you know? it, yeah. Happy as Because I did suggest to him it'd be really, really weird if you're sort of getting up to something a bit intimate at home and, yeah. and some next thing you know, you're watching it from a big garden and <laughs> getting an eyeful of you. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to join in and that. <laughs> get off me. Give you some round of applause. <laughs> Come on, Chris. <laughs> 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 but thanks for getting in touch there, Chris. That's yeah, really, thanks. really good of you. 
Um, but if you want to get in touch with us, um, you can get in touch. In fact, Chris got in touch with us through um, um, Facebook, Facebook oh, Messenger. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can get through uh, in touch with us through Facebook Messenger. Uh, I will get like an alert for that. But you can also try us on uh, Twitter at Crack and Cove, uh, Instagram at Crack and Cove Pod, email is at Crack and Cove Podcast at gmail.com. Now, Chris did say he tried to get in touch through there and he had trouble with the Gmail. So oh, if, you, if you do struggle with that, let us know and I'll sort it out. But I've had a little, I've run some tests. Oh, yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. But the email did work for another one of our listeners. Right. And this is from Alistair. Oh, we've got more. Is, yeah, we've got more. This is cool. People are yeah. listening out. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're not alone. No need to cry. <laughs> right. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to find this particular piece from uh, from Alistair here, right? And uh, he's he's a friend of mine. He's been in contact with us on uh, mainly through Instagram. Yeah, that's, that's the main main one we're in touch with his chat for. You know, and it's, it, this has been a while coming. I'm afraid is this Alistair. So, but um, we're here now. We've done it. So, and this is what he's uh, the story he sent us. Pray right? tell. Skipper, pray tell. And he says, I never told anyone this story for about 20 years for fear of being ridiculed. Not until I was working with teenagers one summer we were talking about superstitions and the supernatural. The group started to tell ghost stories and after a while I thought about it and said, okay, but do you want to hear a real ghost story? <laughs> cool. In the mid-90s, I moved from my hometown in the UK to a larger city in the north of England to study at university. I decided to spend my first year living in halls of residence and found a small halls outside the city, which suited me as it would be quieter and cheaper. There were 48 rooms in the halls, but only about 30 were occupied that year, and many of the rooms remained empty for the rest of the year. As there were relatively few people in the halls, everyone soon got to know everyone and their movements. And if any friends or family visited or people had gone away or for home for a few days, we would all know. So mm -hmm. you're fully yeah. aware of the comings and goings. Most Fridays I would leave in the early afternoon and travel home. But one Friday I decided for some reason to leave in the evening much later than normal. There was some kind of holiday or something. And most of the residents of the halls had already left to go back to their hometowns. So the building was empty besides a couple of other people and the security guard. I'd packed my bags and decided to make a quick phone call to the girl I was seeing at the time to make arrangements for the night. Oi oi. <laughs> <laughs> the payphone was located at the bottom of a stairwell, and the stairwell had a glass doors leading in and out of it, and was situated halfway down a corridor, which was led to a dead end. Now this was you know, the time before cell phones and mm, mobile phones yeah, and everything yeah. like that, so mid-90s. I made the phone call and was chatting with my girlfriend when something caught my eye through the glass door. There was a young woman just standing in the corridor. The woman was slightly blurred and a little bit transparent. She had long, slightly shaggy blonde hair and a very loose-fitting baggy white blouse. And she looked a little grungy and hippie-ish, and it was the mid-90s, nothing abnormal about that. But oddly, she looked like no one who was staying in the halls, and certainly no one who was there that night. Oh, Jesus. The woman just seemed to have appeared in the hallway. I hadn't seen or heard any doors open or close, and the corridor was a dead end, so I couldn't figure out how she had even got there. No one could have got past me, through the doors and into the corridor, without me knowing. I thought someone was behind me, and it must have been a reflection in the glass or a trick of the light, so I turned my head to see if someone was there, and I saw nothing. 
I looked back at them, the person was still standing in the corridor. So usually at that point you'd hear, I looked away yeah. and they disappeared. Yeah, no, he's still standing oh, there, just staring. That's even more scary than it, they're still there. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. But then there was a slight shimmer, like that overused effect in a horror film. Wow. And the figure just vanished. Oh, in front of his Oh, shit. I nearly had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, God. I abruptly finished the phone call, went to my room, got my bags, left the building and travelled home, and I didn't look over my shoulder once. I have never been that scared in my life. Oh, God. Although I love a good spooky story, I'm a sceptic, so for days I tried to find a rational explanation. I put the sighting down to my mind playing tricks on me. Sleep deprivation, stress, the light, anything but a ghost. I never told anyone about what I had seen, as I thought they would think I was ma- I was mad or full of shit. <laughs> so I just kept quiet about it. And occasionally in the halls, I would say something to trigger a response, like, um, oh, that laundry room's a bit spooky, isn't it? But I got nothing back. I never felt easy in those corridors and rooms for the rest of the year, and was half expecting to see the figure again, but I never did. One late night towards the end of the year, I was sitting alone with a security guard, with the security guard having a chat and watching TV. They began to reflect over the year and said out it had been a great year and was pretty calm and peaceful. And I asked them what it was normally like and they said, well, you know students, first time away from home, there's usually a bit of trouble, someone gets too drunk and ends up in hospital, or there's a couple of fights, something goes missing, the usual kind of stuff. Then the security guard paused and said, thank God no one saw that bloody ghost. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! That bloody ghost. I froze and asked her, um, what ghost is this then? Uh. And she continued, Oh, it's all just nonsense. Some people in the past claim to have seen a ghost. Trying to hide my nervousness, I said, Um, really, what, what did it look like? To which she replied, Oh, it's all rubbish, but it's supposed to be a young woman. Long, blonde, messy hair. Wears a long, really baggy white shirt and looks a bit like a hippie. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sounds pretty fit, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, my type back in the 90s. Oh, God. He's proper seen a ghost. He's proper seen a ghost. Shit, that's a great ending with God. That's like fully wraps it up, doesn't it? That's well written, that really, one really well, well lived and then yeah. well written, you know what I mean? Very good. Shit, that got me a bit, that. I got the tingles <laughs> off that one. So I thought I was going to someone died as well. Oh, thank God, they didn't see that bloody ghost. <laughs> the thing he's got me is while he's looking at it, the shimmer, the weird yeah. TV shimmer, and gone. Oh god, it's like that energy is really well written again with that feeling. You know, normal hustle and bustle in a place, the energy's not there. It needs to be kind of that holiday, nearly everybody home. You know, yeah. it's, it's, the day ain't normal. The whole building kind of knows it. There's a change. Well, I think so, but also to a certain extent, if there's dozens of people kicking about, yeah. I mean that. Spirit could be there, does nobody notice? Yeah, it? you're just too busy for you it. You don't know what's happening, you know. It's yeah. only when all oh, that person can't quite. When there's lots, when there's a lot of static kicking about, a lot of different yeah. noise, you can't hear the very quiet noises. Yeah, yeah. Or see the quiet things. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. it's like the quiet things come to the fore. Yeah. So when you're just silent, you're in an empty corridor. Suddenly that message or that sort of yes. thing could come sometimes you might pull you know like you're getting it by lightning you know, that thing shoots out you can maybe drawing it Spite, to you yeah. Yeah, you know like that you thinking god this is a bit quiet this is a bit spooky maybe you're opening up a door a little maybe bit so. there. Oh, oh, that's a great, great story <laughs> thanks guys I feel spoiled 
I mean, we are, aren't we? I, mean, I feel spoiled. So we've had, we've had, we've done so well. Two stories. We've had a, a gnome, a potential yeah. gnome. Well, I'm not going to say no. I'm thinking that could be the brownie. That sounds brownie. Yeah, that sounds like a brownie. As well. yeah, you want a lot of dubster. Yeah, that's it. I yeah. think I think we've got a brownie sighting there from Chris. We've got a, a ghost hippie girl from the nineties uh, from Alistair there. Yeah. Um, and we've got a gift to go, oh, what, 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 aren't we wonderful? Wow. Aren't we lucky lads? Aye, we are. Thanks, guys. Because yeah. that's how you get a bit abandoned here at night. Uh, yeah, the light does, isn't it? Yeah. We're the only ones here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are the only ones here. We have to be careful. We might see something. Exactly. Uh, I've seen enough of Pete. That's enough for me, mate. Jesus. Well, that's great enough. <laughs> <laughs> Mangy dog. So I suppose we've sort of like covered the Holy Spirit a bit and all that sort of malarkey yeah. there, I'm a little bit earlier on there. <laughs> <laughs> shoot it in our kids, shoot, shoot it in, in. I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just have a little look through my paper here now, you know what I mean? Oh, I might yeah. a page here. This is a good little story in the old. Uh... God, it's that fucking pickle thing, man. It's a pee like mad. Fucking my fingers stink there. <laughs> that always do. <laughs> well, I try. <laughs> but, um, but here's a little story you might like, right? A pastor has baptised people for decades, right? You oh, tell me you want to preach. Oh, go on, go no, on. No, he is. He's yeah, a priest. Exactly. He's, he's, he's been baptising for 20 years. He's been baptising wow. people, right? But for decades, he's been using one one wrong word. Wow. Wow. Right. Nice. So all those... Um- <laughs> You're not going to heaven. <laughs> yeah. So technically, that's what the theory is. Wow. So this is from uh, the, the new story that's been covered in the Crack and Cove Clarion. Uh-huh. It's by Chuck Johnson and Steve Almasu of CNN. <laughs> <laughs> so the Catholic priest has resigned after a church investigation found he performed invalid baptisms <gasps> throughout most of his 20-year career. <laughs> According to Bishop Thomas Olmsted of the Diocese of Phoenix, Father Andres Arango, who performed thousands of baptisms, <laughs> would say, We baptise you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. But Olmsted explained the words, We baptise, should have been, I baptise. Wow. The issue with using we is it is not the community that baptises a person. Rather, it is Christ and him alone who presides at all of the sacraments. And so is Christ Jesus who baptises. And they always say the theory is that the priest is actually like Jesus. Possessed? Well, we, well coming back well, to kind of, yes. He has yeah. to be possessed he by Jesus. He is working through the priest. He is, he is, he is God's instrument on, on earth. Which is, that's I mean I think that's a right power trip in itself well, massively in it yeah you know they're all I mean? just the get the power of Jesus well if Jesus was doing that surely Jesus would, would have get it right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally arky <laughs> so the error also means that because baptism is the first of the sacraments some people will need to repeat other sacraments. <laughs> so, well, first communion. The first Holy Communion. There's uh, confirmation. Is he married? Yeah. Is he married uh, religion? 
Ooh, maybe so. Really? When you look at it. Yeah, imagine what a non- backlog. Yeah, How's... non-Catholic getting married in a Catholic church. That's what it becomes, isn't it? You're not Catholic. Yeah. You sat there going through the Catholic marriage rites. That's it. <laughs> so who knows? I mean, can you imagine him? But well, they're what? not right forgiving either if he's had to quit. God, there's a bit of forgiveness. Well, in a weird way, it's one of those things of like, you had one job, mate. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He didn't do well at Pope school, did he? No, what's he doing? He's rattling off all these baptisms left, right, and centre. <laughs> we baptised him. So he goes, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, what, what are you doing there? We're baptising him. No, we're not. You are, mate. You should have said, I baptised How long has this been going up for? Oh, man, when Penny dropped, it must have been bad for him. He, he, must, he, he must have been so tempted to just lie and say, oh, it's just his first one. time I've done it. <laughs> man. And then... Bishop whatever said to him, Really? How many times have you done it? Right from start. <laughs> <laughs> you pudding <laughs> Twenty years. <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> Why have they owned up to it though? Man, you, yes. I suppose they must have said when he's he's resigned, absolutely mortified. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose he's he might be one that actually does not tell the truth rather than blagging his way out of it. Oh, no. Wow, that's a big mess. Where is it? He, what's his name again? That Phoenix. Name? So it's um, a Father Andres Arango. So I'm not gonna... Arango. Arango. <laughs> Arango on chain. <laughs> <laughs> But Arango began his career in Brazil in 1995, and he will continue to be a priest, and will dedicate his energy and time to help those who he had, who have had invalid baptisms. <laughs> oh. So we know what's happening now, oh. right? They've basically said, "This is your shit, Arango. Yeah, yeah. You need to sort it. Yeah. Here's your files. Here's your books. Go through every single one of them <laughs> yeah. and Give sort it out. But <laughs> <laughs> some have died. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, Sue him." <laughs> Oh, can you imagine what? A, but it shows, though, doesn't it? That I mean, the reality is, it comes back to what I was saying before about believing in spirits or fairies yeah, yeah. and things, and there being actually you know, angels and whatnot. You mm-hmm. know, and them talking about like uh, wizardry and witchcraft and yeah. devil worship and everything. And these are just these are spells. It is in it, yeah, yeah. And to say he's supposed to be so forgiven and it's only a word. We knew what he meant, as if it's invalid over a one silly fucking word. We and I, that's just like ridiculous, is that? I can imagine how pissy God must be. Yeah, (laughs) that's real. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, oh, there's a a baptism going on down here. I'll have a little listening. Oh, he got that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Right, no, you're not coming in. (laughs) Invalid. (laughs) Lot of you. Invalid, big stuff. (laughs) Next. Go on, do one. Yeah, <laughs> off to hell for you. Look, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. I'd let you in. It's the paperwork. We've got to <laughs> keep it right. Look, let me have a look at it. Look, see, it doesn't work. It's a rango, did it? <laughs> off your pot. No, there's no need for crying and gnashing of teeth. Yeah. <laughs> You've got enough time for that down there. Go on, yeah. off to hell and gnash all your light down I there. Know you've been good all your life. <laughs> I know you killed the sick and everything. Get to charity. NHS, you're working 90 hours a week during. I'm just sorry, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> he said, we instead of I. There it is, on the clearest day, paperwork. <laughs> Next! Next! Oh, that's it. Ah, it? it? Ah, Billy bullshit. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Bullshit. Billy bullshit. Doing the that pr- kind of proves it, doesn't it? If, you, if, if, if anything, it. I just think those people who have been baptised, I think you dodged a bullet. Because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
let's move away from all the bollocks. And yes, that, please. That, that to do okay, with really like that. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's not do anything like that. Let's get something a bit with a bit more substance. Oh yes. Some page is this? Is this page five or no? Oh yeah, this is it. We're near the funnies, don't worry. You can have them in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I noticed that it's me reading paper at you again, isn't it? <laughs> Come on, do me a favour. <laughs> But what you need is something dependable in life. That's what I mm. found it. You need something dependable and something sort of, I don't know, robust, strong. Ooh. That's what you need. And there's a woman here from Manchester and she's devastated because the thing she just. Her rock. Her rock has passed away. Oh. Devastated Greater Manchester mum writes to Anne Summers after a vibrator of 14 years break. <gasps> 14 years? Oh, it must have really tickled her spot. Exactly. I hope we got the name of what vibrator it is because they're hilarious as some names of them. So Neil Price has written this for the uh, Manchester uh, Neil Price and Kieran Isgin uh, for the Manchester Life Reporter. I can never understand why these two people work on a story about yeah, a fucking dildo. Yeah, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Teaming up. Come on, it's a big one. Yeah. A mum was so, so devastated when a faithful vibrator of fourteen years broke that she wrote to Anne Summers to thank them. <laughs> Stating that the now get this the fifty pound sex toy was better than any bloke. Well, fourteen years ago, that's some serious yeah. cash. Amy Pritchard was at an Anne Summers party over a decade ago where she purchased a top of the range pink vibrator that proved itself to be fantastic value for money. Ooh. The thirty-five year old claims that I mean this is so she was twenty-one when she bought this, wow. right? Yeah. So the 35-year-old claims that her old faithful companion has seen her through thick and thin. <laughs> oh! You've got two settings, has it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> and he says... Which, which included a failed marriage, four house moves, and bringing up three children. Fuck it, that's pretty good work for a dildo. That's more yeah, yeah. sense, isn't it? <laughs> Who needs an husband? Who does all that? <laughs> Just leave that buzz in the corner while you fuck up out with your mates. You just like after kids with your dildo. I'm <laughs> <laughs> playing happily with it for real. <laughs> oh god! Oh. So when her bestie eventually broke, the personal assistant messaged Anne Summers on social media to share her appreciation for her beloved toy, having a giggle with some of her friends in the pub. Uh-huh. So I think she's been sort of like mourning its loss with yeah, her mates, yeah. you know what I mean? They just thought, did it live in pub Instagram to Anne Summers and then everybody's talking about it. Exactly, you know what I mean? So, But the thing is, right, so the, the, what they have turned around and said to her is that the, the, the company has updated their rampant rabbit range. Oh, that's the cl- old classic. I've heard of that. So the rabbit, I've heard of the rampant, rampant rabbit range. You know what I mean? It's, it's not, I've never had one. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember reading the paper, or someone reading the papers. Oh, check this out! Check this out! I think I've mentioned it before. The squirmy root. <laughs> <laughs> I remember at a party when, when uh, the drunk runner of the party, she got her squirmy roots. Wow! Oh. It's the most obscene, horrible thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's you don't get it out. It's like miniature ETs fingers. <laughs> oh. It's like wiggling around. Oh, it's n- I remember being in a pub and. Um, with our lass actually and you know like you suddenly you with the ladies and I didn't really really I don't care which table I'm sat on but it was yeah, a, yeah. A, a big massive table full of the ladies um, 
English girls, I'll say, as well as like work colleagues type of things. Uh, and then one of the daughters turned up, and she's got like a massive bag of dildos. She's like, some, <laughs> she's like, and, and, you know, like some Anne Summer fucking oh, saleswoman. Exactly. Yeah, she just carries on all the time. Three up me now. I'm her type. <laughs> but she's kind of pulling them out and she's not getting the obscene ones out but she's going look this is good and they're all laughing and all the rest of it and then she takes out this tiny little one you know what I mean what and they're all like three of them know that they've already bought this thing and the, the you know that kind of cackle starts you know what I mean right. they're all like going all on it then they start pass- apparently to test these kind of these little ones these really strong vibrators I mean they're like right. fucking mental you test it on your nose you know, like you turn it on. How do you get it up there? <laughs> <laughs> on the tip on of <laughs> on the tip of your nose, it's quite sensitive. So you can imagine the sensitivity. You could judge it if it's going to be suitable for the you know for the manic butt. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they're passing around and they're giggling like hell. You know what I mean? And I thought, well, you haven't been up at all. Hopefully, I haven't been up anybody. You know what I mean? I tested. Just having a sniff. Yeah, <laughs> I just shoot it straight in you. <laughs> Swill me pint with it. But I tested it. And my nose and jeez my nose has never been the same the vibe mate the vibration that it did it changed the whole kind of thing on my brain it was oh, it was so intensely vibrated i mean it, the whole thing would vibrate for days and like there's still that a tingling. tickle yeah i can still remember that mad tingle and like, i you know, i worry that you get things like that which are sort of like over sort of stimulate yeah how do you go back to just like a, yeah no, some bloke grunting away <laughs> some gammon head <laughs> five <laughs> minute performance away. <laughs> when you got one of those machines it is isn't it out. like wowzers it's like if it was going to like some vacuum type scenarios isn't it you know what i mean like some supersonic oh i know but you're, you're just... right you'd be thinking no oh, who needs that i've got my fucking dyson you know but no. yeah, all, all I can think of is right that fourteen-year-old dildo. Oh, fucking hell! I thought you went to dildo. Fourteen-year-old dildo. Yes. Fourteen-year-old dildo. I mean that. Just think what that scene. Oh, I mean obviously yeah. we know what it's seen, but I mean, yeah. it must have had the shit kicked out. Oh, of it, massively! Wowzers! I mean she. And to admit, she's been ramming out of yeah. for 14 years. I mean, if, if, if somebody said, like, it was like a flashlight. Oh, yeah. a sex ass. Yeah. Was, oh, my sex I mean, ass is Pounding it for 14 years. Can you imagine? Oh, you're all right. Oh, one of them, like, new sex dolls, like, 14-year-old. Oh, it's oh they're bad. falling out. Yeah. What a tits burst. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that dog's been playing with it. <laughs> well, that was knackered. <laughs> Sharon's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Chucking skip outside, phoning up south, infinite rocket plastics. Yeah. Well done. I pounded yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that Shannon that you sold us for two hundred and fifty quid back in nineteen ninety seven. Uh, I, I know I say I fucked it, but I've well and truly fucked it. It's, it's gone to town. It's, yeah. it's fucking dead. Yeah, that's it. Oh. It's come off and everything. Oh. It just sounds awful, but she's pleased as punch. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, right her, her electronic dick yeah. has managed to oh. stop what has died on her. <laughs> so I think, but then again, do you think she's going to invest another 50 quid? Get, get of course her? she is. Do you know what? I bet she will. I bet she'll plumbing get a, get a free. I uh, know, I was thinking that maybe, you know what I mean? What yeah. she needs to do is start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All about it. <laughs> well, good luck to her and her search. Yes, I hope so. And hopefully, we'll, we'll keep an eye out, see yeah, if she just find something else fills the gap. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
that's the thing when we talk about like women's sexual activities and what they get up to. And it's yeah. like, it can be, oh, it's quite sexy, it's a bit raw, <laughs> or a bit of fun even, isn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah. But when blokes get up to something, you it's know, ditty. you get frowned upon, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Like this guy here, right? This, this one guy from Detroit, right? All he's doing is watching a bit of a porno on his phone. All oh, right. right, all innocent. Until he crashed his car. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't pawn and drive. Exactly. So we've got a Detroit man was watching a porn movie whilst driving his car and he got into an accident and died. <laughs> oh shit. Don't get this. The man who wasn't wearing any pants. Oh god. Was watching the movie on his cell phone, said the police. Huh? And he wasn't dr- wearing a seatbelt either. The driver, who was 58 years old, even worse, 58. I mean, yeah, come on, mate. It's no pants work. on, no pants on. The thing is, did he slip him off while he was sort of driving? But did he think, oh, I'm feeling a bit fruity here. Yeah. Long distance drive somewhere or whatever he's going. Or did he just get in the car with no pants on? I, I imagine him going to the car in the driveway, you know, taking all his pants off, folding them all nice and neatly at the back seat, you know what I mean? Getting then waiting to wife and kids and getting his <laughs> Choosing it in the driveway. Right, it's on. Right, I'll start my journey now. <laughs> <laughs> like, and off we go. Winnie the Pooh in it out of there. <laughs> What's that? Winnie the Pooh in it? How does Winnie the Pooh dress? <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh in it? I didn't know that was what happens that much to his own tagline. Winnie the Pooh in it? <laughs> oh, you're on fire now. <laughs> But the best thing is, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt and was partially ejected through the sunroof. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. So he's really on the show, isn't he? He's Winnie the Booners. That's <laughs> all you'll see. God. You'll just see business at the top and party on the bottom, won't you? <laughs> <laughs> you look at something that's a business suit and everything like that. Shirt tie all that. Put down. Cock and bollocks. <laughs> It's like, why do I want to actually see it? I bet his face for a picture. You can't imagine what kind of face If, if somebody was a photo on it now, I'd look instantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's awful crazy. because it'd be really disturbing to see it. But what, why would you drive around watching a porno? I don't know why anybody watch anything on a phone when they're driving. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. no two ways about yeah, it. Yeah, true, isn't it? That yeah. is just mental, yeah. But it's, I'm not, I've, I've been... Out and about on a bike once, yeah. and um, this guy sort of next to me was driving a bit fucking erratically. You know what I mean? It was in, in traffic, and I'm sort of keeping pace and thinking, "This fuck is hell of it, shop." And I looked, and he was watching soap operas on his phone. Oh, fucking in, hell! You know, like the little change jar you have at yeah, bottom, yeah. At bottom of your, on your console. So proper looking down at. He wasn't even looking at. He wasn't looking at the windscreen at all. Oh god! And then I was looking at him like, as I sort of say, "Are you fucking mental, mate?" And he's, you could see him just putting one and one together and thinking, oh, it, oh, it, oh, oh yeah, it doesn't look right good, this, does it? Sort of thing. He just sort of covers it with a little bit. And then uh, as he drives off, I could see him lift it away again to watch it. I'm thinking, uh, really, are you that desperate to watch TV? Is that one of the way I said to you with that bloke in his works van? You see the video footage of him open a bottle of champagne, <laughs> start drinking it, he rolled two cigarettes, uh, and he text, me- text messaging his mates before he crashed into the back of someone. This is it. Like, just what are you doing? I find what people are doing in the, in the in vans, especially. Oh, you know? I mean, I can understand how it happens because you know you're eight, nine, ten hours in a van or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. you sort. Of, I think it, it must. You sometimes sort of think, oh well, this is. Oh, just every day, isn't it? Yeah. Until it's not. Yeah, yeah exactly. Until it's like fucking not. So yeah. this guy watching a porno. Oh, what a nutter, though. Oh, I mean, wonder if he nutted it before, you know, what happened there? Well, I... I, I... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's when he blew his custom. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's when he rolled it. <laughs> 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 
Because <laughs> there's, there's a photo, and I don't know if it's real or not, but I can't stop thinking about it, right? Have you seen that photo of, like, a guy who was fucking a chicken? No. There's a famous photo of a guy who was fucking a chicken, right? And he was sort of, like, he'd kind of ducked behind it out of way a bit yeah. you know what I mean because obviously you don't want to be spotted fucking a chicken oh god you know what I mean because all the chickens are going to talk at us <laughs> <laughs> but he's tucked behind this rock and he's, he's fucking this chicken <gasps> and then the rock behind slipped and, and killed him I've seen that picture because I thought that was a joke I didn't really realise I what don't it know was. if he's a not but yeah, I can't that stop thinking about it that was one of the first kind of memes wasn't it back yeah. in the day so you'd, sort of think, so you'd think to yourself you know like what a way to get caught out. Yeah. Is it karma, like, you know what I mean? And he, because he's, he's, you know, at least if something happened, you know, so it's oh, you're about something, so I died awful, isn't it? Yeah, he just crushed by a rock. Oh my God, that's awful. He's a good guy with Steve, he really liked him. It was fucking a chicken back there. Yeah. How do you know? Oh, he was pinned down with his cock inside of a chicken. Uh, chicken were killed and all, everything. Oh, everything got squeezed. And you just, it's not just the fact you're dead, but you're, any legacy you might have left yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like him not going Winnie the Pooh, isn't it? You know, doing a yeah. really, <laughs> really desperate, you know, like thinking, this is high risk shit, is this? And I could die doing this. Yeah. And if I get caught, it's obvious what I'm doing, you know what I mean? But oh, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's like even like all your favourite sort of like sort of TV and movie stars and pop stars and stuff like this. Next thing you're like David Carradine, the kid from Kung Fu sort of thing. I know. Really cool. Next thing he's wanking off in a cupboard and hangs himself. Exactly, next dude, he did it, no, yeah. did he? Having a wank. I heard the Carradine were assassinated in Bangkok, that's where it happened. Word on the streets where they were assassinated. Was it? Assassinated. What for? I don't know. Wanking off in a cupboard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but pretends it'd be some oriental when he's not. Yeah, so really, the race leaves, we're not having it anymore. That's scandalous what you did in Kung Fu. <laughs> so I, I think, I think, yeah, lesson learned there. I think, I think you've got to just sort of like... If you're going to have a wang, just do, do it somewhere safe. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I have to say, I, every now and again, if I've been uh, having a little bit of a, a private moment, I've, <laughs> I've really worried about having a heart attack. Everything <laughs> 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 laid out. What do you mean, everything laid out? I've got like, a lot of paraphernalia. <laughs> <laughs> well, those special gloves you wear. <laughs> and that hat. <laughs> Big pair of oven gloves. The <laughs> <a> chef's hat. <laughs> Here we go. Watch your hands leaving us. I'm going to baste you, little fella. <laughs> Olympics has just finished. Oh, yes. Yeah, I do quite like that, you know what I mean? It's just I haven't watched enough of it. I've been so busy. Everybody's been going about the curling and stuff, and I miss the curling. It sounded like yeah. epic. And I think, I think as well, what I like about a lot of winter sports is, you know, when like, you've got to be super skillful lots of different things, lots of different sports, don't mm. you sort of get involved? Say, for example, you've got to be a fast runner, don't you, if you're yeah. in the Summer Olympics. You've got to be able to do all these things. You've got to be right strong. 
This is just sliding. <laughs> You're good at sliding. You're good at sliding. You, you name a sport that's not sliding. <laughs> it's true, actually. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's just like slippy, slidey sports. It's just slippy, slidey sports. Yeah. yeah. I know like Yeah, you're just a trajectory, um, a, a projectile, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, very true. Or you, you're shooting a projectile out with curly. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's, yeah. it's not, I don't think you have to be fit to do Winter Olympics. <laughs> I don't know, Arkid. <laughs> that's my theory. I think they're all faking it, right? Because I'm just sliding around. That's all it is, <laughs> <laughs> You're not so sure. I'm not so sure with that one. They look pretty fit to me. Well, what about the Kraken Cove Island uh, Winter Olympic team? That's what I do for next time. <laughs> Let's get it on. I think Bobsleigh will be good. Well, weirdly enough, I was going to cover. I did have. A, I did have the story about the um, the stones. Do you know about the stones that they use no. for curling? All right, yeah. No, I don't know anything about them. There, there, I, I haven't got this. Is one of our stories, but we'll. Uh, I'm going to cover it a little bit because it's uh, it's off one particular Scottish island. Oh, that's right. where they come from. Yeah, because the uh, the Olympic curling stones, they're um, they have to be like super super exact type yeah, of stone. Yeah. Where they're from uh, and everything, and they've all got to be the same stones. So it's not like you can all bring your own curling yeah, stones. Right. I think people have their own curling stones. Yeah. But I think they they all have to be kind of super passed for, by the Olympic uh, yeah, committee. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because these ones not heavier than another. Yeah. But the most amazing thing about these these stones is that they're waterproof, which that might sound silly. Yeah. But they don't absorb water. They're such wow. a they're such a compact granite cool. that nothing can get into them. Right, and the only place on planet Earth <laughs> where you can get this particular stone. Is the island of uh, I think it's got Isla Craig or Isles of Craig, right? That's crazy, isn't it? That's the only place. That's the only place they can get the stone. Now, what it is, it's remember we were talking about the, a, a few episodes ago about how when you get volcanic towers look like trees, yes, and then you have it where it looks like the um, Giant's Causeway, you look yes. hexagonal pattern. Yeah. That's what these shapes. Uh, for. So it's these this particular hexagonal rock. Yeah. Oh, hacking up great chunks of wow, it and then sawing them up. Yeah. You know, but they only go over to this one island. It's totally uninhabited. It's this <laughs> island, right? But the, these two types of curling stones, one's slower than the other, one's slightly faster. More often than not, a curler will actually choose a stone of each, you know, yeah, yeah. sets sets of each. Yeah. But they're all for, still from the same island. Wow. One side of the island is a quarry you can get one stone from, right. and the other side of the island is a different quarry that gets the other stone from. But because it's That's in the middle of like, wow. Scot- the the Sort of like middle of the sea, some I think it's in the middle of the Atlantic or something. Yeah, yeah. They can't get across that all the time because they've got So when they're there, they have to get yeah, sort of make it worth a while. That's yeah. it. They get a lot of stone. But the only one place that makes it, they're handcrafted at Kay's Curling's Workshop in Mo- in Mocklin, Ayrshire, using the the granite from the islands. It's granite cool. is the stone they're, they're using. You know, do you have a little look at that's the island. Wow, it's a dome, isn't it? Yeah, and the, the type of granite they use is called blue home granite. And um, workers produce one stone per hour, right? Out, that's how the wow. entire factory is only doing that, right? <sighs> and so they make a t- the, t- the whole factory makes 38 stones a year, a week. That's what they can God. make. You know, that's, that's them working full time. How much it costs? I bet they're a penny or two. Look at that. 
So what we're looking at here is these, these great towers as sort of stone hexagons and shapes, right? Which are eventually sort of hacked up and cut down and then polished and burnished and, and eventually sort of tools down to being this perfect weight shape for the sliding curling stones. It's really using how did they find that out? You know, I mean how long has this been going on? Yeah, and yeah, well, I, I suspect that they've always known like a superior type of stone is coming yeah, from the island, yeah, you know. Yeah. And and the thing is as well, we're, we're going to stones. I do know a little bit about certain sort of stones for these for these purposes. Is because of certain areas have been known for thousands of years for the high quality stone. So, for example, yeah. there's a particular kind of um, blue stone right. which is harvested, if you like, or quarried. Oh, is uh, that in, um, oh, something to do with Stonehenge? Isn't there a blue stone there? No, there is a blue stone there from yeah. there, but these this particular type of stone actually was made to use stone axes, the oh, original right. stone axes. Wow. So, even Sort of like you say, four, five, six, seven thousand years ago, people knew where excellent stone was, and this particular blue stone is up, is quarried up in the Lake District. Right. And where this particular Lake District stone is, they found lots of stone circles and, and stuff like this, and ceremonial areas. Cool. So, thinking this particular quarried stone wasn't necessarily used as a, as a weapon, yeah. but was such high quality and status, it was actually perhaps more a ceremonial axe, wow. which you might have made, say, for example, if a chief dies, yeah. you'd have one of these stones made, or you might yeah. just carry it around as a ceremonial axe. Yeah, I'll pass it through family. Like, yeah. Oh, no, no, they won't pass it through, no, they won't pass it, and it'd go with him to the grave. Wow, it was yeah. grave goods with things Ooh. like that. So it's very high quality grave goods yeah. that go with them, and um, so they would know where super high quality stone would come from, which yeah. you can use, which is incredibly reliable for things like this. <laughs> That's cool. It's like status, you know. Back in there, they're still like, "Hey, fucking check out my blue stone axe." Baby. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Because if that goes back to the uh, Neanderthals as well, yeah. where they would find certain um, particular uh, corals. And stuff yeah. to wear as bracelets and to put uh, together yeah. like and fancy pants. Very much so, yeah. Anything <laughs> like that was definitely, and it would create any any item which was better than another item yeah. gave status to the owner of that item. God, we don't change, do we? No, we don't. No, no we don't. But, it's, you know, <laughs> but then again, I suppose it's like um, it does does go back to certain creatures in nature. You know, you got like the bower bird, yeah. uh, which is a bird that makes this wonderful little like like an, a, a house. It makes this mad house. What an house. Well, it's like uh, it's like a little. How much like a house? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> well, it, what it does, it, it sort of plats and weaves yeah. things together on the ground to create almost like a stage, like a theatre. But what? <laughs> you know, a minute ago, now you say he's building a fucking theatre. <laughs> what are you on about? Well, it's a performing space. If you oh, see what right, I mean. yeah. So then what it does then, it, 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 it contrasts off what it's found. So it finds like very bright, bright blue objects. Yeah. So it'll go find feathers or a, a flower or plants to, and it'll put these on the ground and arrange them in a certain way. Aww. And so when the female bird sort of thinks, oh, oh check that out, that's nice. <laughs> she hops down and he does his little dance. He scampers around, shows off his feathers. He says, look at this lovely house I've built. Look at this lovely sort of, um, yeah. these lovely, all these lovely little treasures I've got. And look how fancy I am at dancing. Yeah, and right. she just sees him as like, well, your highest status because yeah. yours is the best house I've ever seen. <laughs> she throw away that forty-year little bird vibrator. It's like, <laughs> oh, who needs these? Come here, dancing fella. That's exactly. It, yeah. Oh, that's well cute that a bird can have that kind of. Oh, that's pretty. That's yeah, nice. very much you know so. What I mean? Little tiny little bird. Uh, but there's but there's also fish. Certain fish do this. Where these, um, I, I think it's a girl. <laughs> build a community hall. <laughs> 
Well, this this one what it does in the sand, it creates this massive. In fact, I'll find a picture of it now. So fish build certain fish build. Jesus, I'm taking piss, and it is. It's like some uh, arena. It's like they, they, they refer it to it as like a, it's like a little puffer fish. That's who builds it. That's but crazy. They, they create these incredibly elaborate and geometric, like a, um, well, they, they, they describe it as like a little nest. It looks more like a fancy jellyfish, doesn't it? You know, it's like a yeah. auditorium type. That's mental. A little puffer fish does that. And look, that's no fucking <laughs> right. That's like a proper old like um, shelter in the woods and the little birds done that and all pretty in it. Yeah, but look at all the things it's collected and gathered and put them in order. That's it's done. It's done that itself. It is, it gathered and laid things out. I will put these pictures on uh, on our uh, social oh, media sites. Wow, that's so good. Look, look at this. How did it build that? It's built. Oh, it's colourful and all, yeah. isn't it? Look, pile of blue, yellow, and it's that's the bower bird. Wow, how big is it? Um. Is it a big bird or is it? No, a it's a little bird, really. God, that's a big thing to build. Yeah, but it's it epic. It, it's, it's, it's amazing, really, how big it sort of uh, it gets to it. Just to get laid. Just to get laid. Wow. But it's to show status. Yeah. You know, so this is going back to like the, the curling stones. That stone will have been known at because it's a high state stone. Mm. Um, they have found that apparently there's somewhere in Wales that does like a good stone. Yeah. But um, everybody knows, well, it's just not as good as that one. Wow. It's just yeah. not as good as this is the best stone for this particular purpose anywhere. Yeah. So, of course, and that's the ones they have to use. And it, oh, oh, I don't know how much it costs when it's killing. So I'm saying it's high thousands for yeah. each one, I'd, I'd imagine. And it's got to be up there, hasn't it? Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it probably originated, the way they originated those stones will have been, it'll have been a high-status quarry for, for different things. Well, fascinating, our kid. A bit of a wrong all sorts yeah, there, Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So, as we were saying, though, I was talking about the Winter Olympics. I never get to the story. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, this is the one about the uh, Finnish cross-country skier who suffers a frozen, a frozen penis in his 50-kilometer race. <laughs> Shit, his dick froze. What do you think of the little outfits they're wearing? In fact, I was watching so, uh, some footage and they were saying about the downhill skiers that he's fucking cold, obviously. Wow, you know, Winter yeah. Olympics says it all. But what the issue they have... Is you've got choices. If you wear too much gear, yeah, it slows you down. You're less aerodynamic. Yeah, but if you wear, so if you wear less stuff, you're faster but colder. I can imagine like torso and legs and arms and head. But why are you todger? You got to look after that. Yeah, but the thing is, what are you going to wear? Like a special woolly pants? Well, some thermal undies or some. I don't know. Well, it, it inhibits your movement on your cock. <laughs> <laughs> What, How a special pants? Right. Well, like he's going up your ass crack or something. <laughs> well, no, well, these cross-country skiing takes a lot of action, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of action going on there. So let's see what happened. It says, The men's 50-kilometre mass start skiing race at the Beijing Olympics um, was uh, shortened to 30 kilometres, but that did little to help Finland's Remy Lindholm who needed a heat back at the end of the race to thaw out his particularly sensitive body part. Oh. Lindholm spent just under an hour and 16 minutes traversing the course in howling, freezing winds, leading to his penis becoming frozen for the second time in a cross-country skiing race following a similar incident in Ruka, Finland, last year. <laughs> he's happening too. He's got, oh, has he got a particularly large one that's like wagging well, about I think more? he might be an extremity, you know what I mean? 
Because mine like goes, it just goes in, into me when I'm really <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> like a wrestler. It's kind of like that. It's just like a little nipple at end when it gets too oh, cold. Oh, a nubbin. And yeah. <laughs> oh, imagine, you know when you really, uh, you, you know, not say frostbite, I've never, I don't like yeah. it, but when your hands are proper fucking yeah. freezing and it's kind of warm. Knob end like that. Oh, mate, I can't imagine all chapped up and that. Funny you, you got me thinking about it going inside now, right? <laughs> but apparently, I, I didn't know this. Some, I think it's an Amazonian tribe. Oh, don't! I've seen the footage! I saw it! They we, put it in, in, they put the old dick, they force it inside! <laughs> they put it all back up inside, oh. no. Do you ever see that survival guy? Yes, he went green, didn't he? We're like, oh yeah. my god. And he were hard, wasn't he, that little man? And he yeah. says, well, how do you do that? And the blood reed goes, hey, you do it like this. Reach out and he did something to his dick for him. You said this horrible snapping noise. <laughs> <laughs> and he nearly oh, collapsed. Oh, it Bruce something, wasn't it? Oh, that was it, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. Oh, no. It reminds me of my Baldo fucking escapades, man. No. <laughs> I've had enough of all that. <laughs> I'm getting too old to be messing with that. Well, I'm glad to say that. I'm glad to say that the old uh, uh, Remy Lindholm he managed to get his uh, his cock back in order. I think Brilliant. he's all right, ready to ski another day. Wow, good. But wrap think, it up. That's why I think, I think he needs to, needs to take your advice. There he needs to get it wrapped up. You can't be him just messing around with stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's Olympic gold twice, is no good to sort like. Yeah. You know. Oh, did he get gold? With no, the f- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I don't really care that you didn't say. You didn't come at all. <laughs> <laughs> For a while. Kid. No, no, is it that time already? Yeah, it's that time already. <laughs> so this has been a bit of a, I don't know, I don't know if you call it a classic show or a bit of a different one in the fact that we haven't really covered massive subjects. Yeah, we just dove around everywhere, didn't we? I like them yeah, all sometimes. Yeah, like it's nice going deep dive, but then it's nice just having a little uh, well, wetter's beaks. Wetter have beaks, <laughs> indeed. That's it, you see. So it's been nice little bits and bats and bobs, just a nice meander through stuff. Like it's not got, not gone too heavy. And as a result, I've had a few other stories I'm going to say, you know, that I found in the paper here in the old, mm. you know, Crack and Cove Clarion, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's the one, that's our local, yeah. yes. And, um, but you see, there's a few few bit, bit deeper stories. We're not a deep day for that, are we? We're we're not not in the, the, in no, the day for it, no. Just give me the surface today. Exactly. Just keeping chilled yeah. out, you know what I mean? So I think what we'll do is we'll save those stories for another day. There's one here that I found really quite interesting because... Um, I know you were a fan of a film, was it The Perfect Storm or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I read yeah. book and everything, yeah. yeah. It's totally, don't get me wrong, it's popcorn cheese, but based on a true story, and it is well, a, it is a fa- the book is fucking ace, man, yeah. it's really good. Well, yeah, but the, the argument as well was, in, I believe in that, I've, I've not seen, I've not read the book, I've not seen the film, but um, is the talk of this rogue wave, isn't it? That's it, thing, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? But then, the fact is, they've not been recorded, there's been, people talked about rogue yeah, waves. Yeah, I know they are a bit of a, a legend, I thought they got better over the last few years when they've actually proved it on satellite, but I remember yeah. wrong well, the, it's been proven, We've been ah, right. one, is, one has been found a rogue wave, cool. and they've actually mapped it, and what it is, it's down, they have like these, uh, like, you know, like a sensor, like a boy, that's yes. out of See, you know what I mean, and they'd have this one. So, John, have a little look at the footage of it. So, sort I of like it. What we'll yes, do is I'll, I'll, I'll send a link to this because it's quite good fun. Is this? 
so it's not actually recorded for it's a, a computer it's a sim- graphic it's simulation. Yeah. So, so basically, before I press play on this, I'll, I'll describe that the little green thing you see on there is the boy, yes. as it were, and these are the waves as they're rolling away, rolling along. So we'll see. You can get an idea of it. Looks so, like a normal choppy kind yeah, of weather. You, you've just seen choppy weather. It's, it's obviously a rough day at sea, yeah. and this this boy is is tethered to the to the, the ocean floor sort of thing, and that's why it stays in one spot. And um, but it s- sends back loads of data all the time. That's the great thing about GPS and that sort of thing nowadays. It's so sensitive. So as we can see, it rippling along quite nicely. There's little waves coming and dips and dives. Oh, yeah. It's bobbing along on the ocean. Looks like nicely. it's changing, doesn't it? Oh yeah. shit! This looks pretty big. That looks pretty big. Yeah, it? pretty big, won't it? But that's suddenly the drop. Wow! What's that drop? Jesus! And then, Ooh, oh, that's the one. That's the shit, one behind it as well. That's it. The ripples behind wow. it. Wow! So basically, where these these waves occur, it's 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 a freak occurrence because it it, it, it what happens? It has to be a particular kind of set of ripples falling. Sort of formation all at the same time yeah. to, for this one to create, and that wave in itself was seventeen point six meters high, Whoa. which doesn't sound massive. You stack like, them bloody meter sticks up seventeen yeah, high, you know, I mean, on yeah. a flat surface, that's big. It's high, yeah. it's high, is that you know? But the fact that they've seen it now, they've spotted these waves, they know they're there. I think that's quite fun. I quite like the idea. I like that. But it's, it's also shows that um, because these big ships go missing all the time, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not necessarily the oil tank. They 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 don't go missing very much because they're what they have on board is so incredibly expensive. Yeah. They take very cautious routes to the oil tankers, ah, right. and this is why you'll get sort of like um, uh, um, crashing it and uh, against cliffs and things like this. Yeah. Occasionally, having leaks. It's because uh, from what I can hugging gather, the land a bit. hug the land a yeah. little bit more. And the very, very the sailing really, isn't it? Hugging the land, you know. Well, it is. It is. But then you get these other guys, or the, what I think they call them bulk containers, which just yeah. stuff like the big tank, you know, the big uh, uh, what they call them, the big. Super that? tanker type things like Evergreen. Know, what they, what they have, yeah, well, them things, but yeah. what they have on top, you know, they have the cargo containers, whatever they yeah, shipping yeah. containers. Containers, yeah, yeah. Because um, that can be all, all sorts of quite low cost stuff. Yeah. It might be just fucking thousands of t shirts in one. <laughs> it might be sort of cheap cars in another. It might be this and that, that. And the other. It's just full of shit, really. Yeah, yeah. But it's also a lot of it isn't sort of time constrained, so it just gets piled on a ship. Yeah. So when you click that thing on eBay, which you don't realise is coming from China, yeah. and you know, it's, it's cost you sort of 40 pence, but it's going to take three months to get it. Or something. <laughs> that, that's the thing, it's, it's coming on obviously one of these ships. Yeah. And quite often, these ships are, are, are so vaguely kind of owned. Yeah. Um, and only very vaguely crude as well. These these ships are just buzzing around. Some poor little Malaysian guy sort of about yeah, something, you yeah. know. And see, they don't really care quite as much what happens to them, which yeah. is awful. <laughs> Not ah. And then suddenly they just disappear. And, wow, in, in, and yeah. in our world and in our sort of like society, for uh, for sort of like I don't know, sort of like eighteen thousand ton vessel to just disappear. Yeah, yeah. And they just write it off. It's like, oh, well, that's that's done. That's gone. Yeah. And then you've got your Bermuda Triangle and all that sort of malarkey, you yeah, know, and yeah. things that just go missing at sea. Well, something just gone missing at sea. Some like wild, you know, like some it happens more in Bermuda and or certain places than other places. Maybe there's something about it. Remember, we were stoned off our tiny kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> you remember when you had like, I think, it, yeah, we just kind of got five channels or something like that, but you could only pick up three because, you know, you yeah. were like handheld looking aerial on top of a TV and we could only just get one program that night, you know what I mean? And it was like yeah. this uh, about mega tsunamis. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and this Japanese dude doing, explaining it all and these massive fish tanks and stuff, like dropping stuff in it and land masses and yeah. getting those weird waves, you know, rolling. Yeah, and that's it. And it was fascinating. I don't know if it was because we're stunned out of tiny, but we're all glued to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, they go to the Canary Islands, I think it is. I still sort of like, although they're dormant, and it's based on it's not based on basically a um, a volcano. Yes. But if that volcano was to blow, mm. what could happen is it's like they said with Mount St Helens. If they had a landslip on one side of that the um, Canary Islands, yeah, that is what would drown New York. Wow, that's what could drown New York because it just wafts straight across the Atlantic, sort wow. of thing. Create a tsunami with that displaced earth, and that could just completely. Oh, such a Bond villain thing to kind of like get up to, isn't it? Like, you know, oh, that's a good point, is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll give it a go. Get some fire. Don't tell Putin, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> little elf. <laughs> but yeah, see, so you know, it's, it's easy to do, sort of thing, things like that. Uh, you know, all it takes. Well, it's not really the butterfly effect, but it's like it takes like one drop yeah. in the ocean on one side. This is why they say. Sort of in certain places like Fiji and that, and there's, there's a, a, a rumble or a, a something kicks up in near Japan. Yeah. So, so it's it might be sort of four, five, six, seven thousand miles away, wherever it is. Or you, you could be in trouble in a few hours, you know. Wow, that's so it's just crazy, that displacement. It? But it shows then, I mean, who knows what's caused this wave? I personally think these particular huge waves aren't caused by um, tectonics or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. I think it's more. Just wave patterns, the you know. That, that's what I believe in. Like you know, the certain rolling of them in each other. It's just certain unlucky times they're just created out on the ocean, just by yeah. the ocean itself, rather than landmass falling into it or something rumbling underneath it. But the thing is, you have to think of is this certain lighthouses. Well, we're all right. We're on our nice like, cozy island. Exactly. You know I mean? We can run upstairs, can't we? Without getting back <laughs> <laughs> right to the top. <laughs> well, some of some of the big lights there, yeah. they. Um, there's been waves crashed straight over and destroyed the lamp. Oh, don't say that. But not the ones on islands. No, that's cool. It's already because we're we're on land. We're yeah. safe. It's, it's the ones that are actually. We are going to cover this for an episode one time as well. Is uh, the construction of the lighthouses out on on reefs and rocks and yeah. stuff? Because the way those are made are completely mental. Wow. So we'll have to look, look into it. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's a great book called uh, Sea Shaken Houses, which I can highly recommend. Mm. Can't remember the name of the writer. I'm right keen ra- reading shit like that, I love you. <laughs> 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 That's what you have to do. Because <laughs> I'm not fucking doing it. I know you're not, because you'd be waiting for me to get the fucking funnies out of the newspaper at end. Yeah, let me have a thank you. Here we, we go. go. That's all he's been waiting all this time. Very patiently. Bit of snooze, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's time we had a little snooze. I'll do for me, Arky. Oh, we have a little, little snooze after that egg and that. I'll be letting out a hot sulfurous pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I might never wake up. So thanks, Leanne, for our lovely sweets. Yeah, cheers, Mr. Good. T and Leanne. Leanne, I'm going to say thank you, Mr. T for the eggs. Yeah, that's, that's cool, is that's that? Grand. And thank you to Chris for writing in, and thank you to Alistair for writing in. As yeah, well. what so a it's show. been a good show. Community, our kid. Yeah, community, community cove. But it just remains for me now to say it's a big bye bye from Matt. <laughs> it's a bigger bye bye from Benny. Take care, guys. Bye. <laughs> there are three ways you may contact Kraken Cove. Either by email at Podcast at gmail.com on Twitter 
at Kraken Cove. Or Instagram at Kraken Cove Pod. Ha ha!